Hey, girlfriends, welcome to Married and Having Fun. I'm Kathy. I'm 46. I have four children and have been married for 25 years. Woo! I'm Jacynthia, 34, married for six years with three awesome little kiddos. We've been friends for 11 years. On this show, we're talking all things marriage and everything in between. If you know what I mean. Pull up a chair, sit back and relax. This is Married and Having Fun. Well, ladies, it's Jacynthia again, and I am back. You know, you ladies know that I love having conversations with my amazing girlfriends. And this week we are talking money. And so I had, I had to bring on my money mindset coach, Becca Gonzalez. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, I don't even have words for it. You have literally come into my life and transformed my thinking, changed the trajectory of my family's destiny with um, just money habits, money mindset, and um, you've really helped me with budgeting. You've made it simple for me, and I am so thankful. That makes me really excited to hear because that's exactly what I want for you to feel. I don't Mm. want it to be... um, crazy hard for you to do uh, but also the tackling the mindset is essential <laughs> essential to long-term money management oh so let's dig in I in the in our uh, ladies community this week we are talking about money and so the first question that I asked the ladies I said who's in charge of running their finances and people were like me me and the very first thing that I heard I said okay rate yourself, give yourself a number between one to 10. And everybody, you know, there were some sevens and sixes and a few eights. And but people were like, this is hard. Like the one person that said 10, she still said, you know, I'm good with it now, but it's hard. I'd rather just be the one getting the allowance and not worrying about it. (laughs) I love it. So, um, Share with us. I I absolutely love your journey and how you started um, helping people with their money mindset. Um, Share with us your journey with money and with debt and all that. Okay, so my husband and I have been married for five years, just hit five years in October. Um, But when we got married, I brought $90,000 bag of debt to the table. We had, yeah, (laughs) so like... (laughs) Oh, that's a lot of money. Um, he had no debt, none, no credit card debt. Wow. His car was paid off. Yes. You found we, a diamond um, in the rough. Well, <laughs> well, unfortunately, he did not. <laughs> um, so I came, you know, with all this debt. And at the time, I was a public school teacher in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You can look up their salaries. It mm. is terrible. Yeah. Um, and he was an entry level in a grocery chain here in North Carolina. So mm-hmm. we were not making good money to Mm -hmm. say the least. All right. So then we found out we were pregnant with our son and I thought, Oh, how am I going to pay to feed him and to clothe him? And like how we have to take care of this debt. So we began with a really popular program and my husband was like, I don't know, this feels really restrictive. We're doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. We're doing it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting rid of this debt. So in the next several years, um, we spent, all of our extra money, our bonuses, tax returns, 
Um, anything we could get our hands on, we threw at debt, Mm. which was great. We were crushing our debt, Mm -hmm. but we were missing time together. Mm. We were missing time with our son. I was now pregnant with our daughter. I didn't want to be working the job that I was working, but I had to Mm. because we had to have money to pay all this debt and our regular bills. Yeah. Um, So then there was one day, you know, I'm controlling every single dollar that comes in and out of this house. Mm. My husband is helping me, but he's still like, when are we ever going to be able to go out to eat again or, you know, go on a vacation? Well, we're not done with our debt yet. So he came home from work one day, 14 hours of work. Mm. And I met him at the door with, did you seriously just spend a dollar at a drink on work at work today? Oh my gosh. Like an actual one dollar. Because he forgot to take his drink when he packed his lunch. And the look on his face made me sick to my stomach. Like I could see how he saw me all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And I knew that in the couple of years that we've been doing this, yeah, we had paid off a ton of debt. But I had lost who I was because I was so focused on money. And not just money, but like the lack of money. Mm. The lack. We're never going to have enough money. Mm. We're never going to get to do this. Mm-hmm. We never have enough money at the end of the month. Like the, the scarcity mentality and the lack of never, never, never. Just the whole obsession over money had gotten really out of control. So I realized that there was a better way to pay off debt. And you didn't just have to pay off debt. You could pay off debt and save money. Mm. You could pay off debt and do something else. So you yeah. could you could live your life still. Um, so I kind of created this own program for ourselves. And then I started helping my family walk through it and my friends walk through it. And then it kind of just turned into a business. And now I coach women um, who are being held back by their debt or just money management in general I help them find their way and figure out what works best for their family. Because even what works for my family may not work for your family. Mm -hmm. We're not the same. We don't have the same goals. We don't have the same income. We don't have any of the same um, parameters. So it has to be customized for every single person. So the mindset trick was what finally catapulted us forward. It was no longer... Never, never, never. I don't have. It was look at what we have today. Look mm. at what we can do today. And so um, that's kind of how this was formed. <laughs> that is amazing. I, you know, we have gotten to the point where we've paid off a lot of debt and then, you know, got back into debt. And so one of the things that I struggled with is just spending money thinking and buying things that I thought would make me happy. And so um, meeting you, uh, we started working together, what, back in October, maybe? Yeah, or October, yeah, very beginning of November. And um, you just sitting down and having those fresh eyes on my budget, like I used to dread budgeting. I always felt like, what's the point? Like we only have this much coming in. I know what bills have to be paid. Like I'm just, you know, I just really felt like, what's the point? But Mm -hmm. um, sitting down with you and just having those fresh eyes really opened my heart to the possibilities and the importance of just stewarding well what you've been given. And 
my new vision for my family um, comes from the scripture in the Bible where it says in Proverbs 13, 22, it says a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And I used to read that and it never fazed me. Like I was just like, I can't even fathom my kids' kids. Like, why is that even important? But um, just knowing that it's my job like to take care of this money that comes into our home, to be faithful with it, to watch it grow, to, um, you know, really be the get to the point where we're the lenders and not the borrowers. Yes. And I am. <laughs> I'm just so excited. So um, I wanted to really this is like our bonus episode for the week. And so I just really wanted, you know, my money mindset coach, because you've blessed my life so much. I wanted you to come on and maybe share some top money mistakes that couples might make and some things that people can do today to get their finances in order or to hit the restart button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because January has been like three years long already. So. <laughs> So there, let me touch on something you said just a few minutes ago mm -hmm. about leaving an inheritance for your children's children. Um, that struck me also when I began this because I thought about it in a new way. Not only could I potentially leave a monetary inheritance for my kids, mm -hmm. for them to nurture and steward, to pass on to their kids, mm. but also to teach them the knowledge, yes. teach them the habits, yes. teach them how to deal with money in such a material world mm -hmm. that they can have that to pass on to their kids also yeah. is invaluable because money is, I mean, money comes and goes, right? Mm -hmm. We have things that come up. We may not have an actual inheritance to pass on to our kids, but if you can teach them what you know to be true about money and mm -hmm. how to manage it, you could change their whole life. That is so, so, so true. Like you were pulling on my heartstrings. I, um, in the conversation that I, we, from the podcast earlier this week with attorney Ro Thomas, that was just one of the things that I was saying. I, I remember watching my grandmother growing up and she was a saver and she would, you know, go out and buy cars, you know, with cash. And, um, but she never set me down. She did the majority of my raising and she never set me down to say, Hey, this is how I do it. This is why I do this, or this is what I'm saving for. And, um, you know, so when I went out into the world, I just, I, I felt neglected. Like I could never buy anything. Cause she always said, no, I'm, you know, just for no, like gave no reason, just no. And, um, I just wanted to buy stuff. I just wanted to use the money that I had earned to get things that, you know, obviously I didn't need. But um, it's just so important that I, I didn't look at that scripture that way. But yes, the money and the mindset we can pass down um, as an inheritance. That's so true. All right. On to our top money mistakes that couples might make. We do have a few ladies in our community group that just got married. So they're like, help me. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you, when we started, we had just gotten married and we were a thousand percent not on the same page about money. Mm -hmm. Why? Why are, why are you not on the same page? Typically, it's because you were raised differently mm. around money. Yeah. Either your family talked about it a lot or your family didn't talk about it at all. Either you were raised very 
like in a poverty environment, or at least you felt that way, or you were raised in a a more affluent environment. For my my husband and I, it wasn't necessarily that. It was the communication. My Mm. parents talked a lot about money. Mm -hmm. His parents never, still to this day, don't talk about money. Money is just what you earn to be able to do things Mm -hmm. or buy things or fix your house, whatever. Um, So we had to learn how to communicate. So ignoring money or ignoring your situation is the number one mistake. It will not go away. I promise you it's not going to go away. It's going to slide down into collections and they definitely (laughs) don't go away. (laughs) Like they live a whole life just to try to track you down. So you cannot ignore it. But also, don't ignore one another's dreams. So even if it's not important to you, it's important to them for a reason. The communication and not ignoring your partner. I mean, my husband is my partner in every aspect of our life. I cannot ignore his dreams about money. Even if it's, he doesn't really have, he wants an El Camino. (laughs) So like, I know that's on his radar. We need to be. conscious of that at some point. Um, but just don't ignore it. It's not going to go away. It's going to grow bigger and bigger. And worse than that, it's going to consume you emotionally and mentally, which is worse, Mm. much more worse than the actual money part. Um, my number two mistake is not communicating your goals. Mm. So this was my huge mistake. I had a goal for our family. I didn't communicate it to my husband not in the way he needed to hear it. Mm -hmm. So it was not important to him. It was not emotional for him. It was very emotional for me. Um, If you're not, if you, if you can't find a way to say that to them, then maybe ask someone to come in and mediate for you. Um, If it's, I don't know, sometimes it gets to be so bad that you have to bring somebody in to kind of facilitate some sort of communication. Yeah. Um, but then the last thing really is just a habit. You're not tracking. You're just swiping, swiping. I'll look at it tomorrow. I'll look at it next week. I know I have money in the account. You're just not tracking. And mm. honestly, that is the number one habit that can help you get on track immediately. Yeah. And give you a plan. So good. So good. Um, you know, one of the things that, um, you have kind of challenged me to do with my mindset um, is to really, really take in and think about my purchases. You know, I you helped me to start setting money aside to say, okay, this is how much money you have to spend on random things. And so now I'm just like, okay, I have this much and do I really need that thing? And um, just really taking inventory. So I've changed my mindset in that. Um, and that mindset is not to restrict you. Mm-hmm. That's to free you, give you, but give you some bumpers. Like if you're going bowling mm-hmm. it's to give you a couple bumpers to stay within, but you can do whatever you want with that money. If you choose not to spend it, then you know what that plan is for that money. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Um, so, so true. I, I I can't tell you how much I feel elevated, um, with my money mindset right now. And I'm just, um, it's like, there's, 
deeper levels to everything. And there's just so much, once you've mastered one step, you can go on to the next thing and the next thing. And, and each level is beautiful in its own. And that's aside from money. All right, so <laughs> what is one thing that, you know, most Americans right now are in, in debt? Um, we've probably spent too much for Christmas. We, um, the bills are rolling in. You know, we might see that weight loss stuff that we want to buy, like whatever it is. Like, what is the one thing um, starting February 1st? Give yourself the rest of the month. What could they do February 1st to kind of hit that reset button? I actually have three things that oh, I'll start yay. with the first one. Awesome. Stop. Please stop. Please, please, please stop telling yourself you are bad at math and you are bad at money. Mm. You are not bad at either of those. First, that's why calculators exist. Hey. <laughs> that's not an excuse. You are not bad at money. You have not learned the habits that you need to take on and the mindset that you need to shift to to be good at money. You're mm. not bad at money. You just haven't learned yet. So you get mm. to decide February 1st how you are with your money. Mm. You get to decide how you manage that money that God has gifted you. Mm -hmm. um, that's my number one tip. Just quit saying it. It's not a thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not a thing for you anymore. Right. Um, my second tip would be to track your money. Track it every single day. And I don't mean Please don't sit down at the computer and look over things for hours at the time. <laughs> that moves into obsession. Mm -hmm. um, track it quickly, a one or two minute track in the morning or in the evening, whichever works best for you. Know what's coming into your account and out of your account. Was it what you thought was supposed to come in or out? And if it's not, how can we change that moving forward? And then my last and final tip is to ask yourself these questions when you're spending money. <laughs> JC is very familiar with these. <laughs> is this a want or a need? Mm, yep. Do I want this or do I need this? Now, when you're at Target, it's probably much easier to justify a need. But <laughs> um, especially since we haven't left the house in, you know, so many months. Yeah. But this second question, and this really and truly could change everything in your budget. How many hours do I need to work to pay for this? So yeah. let's say I pick up a $50 blanket. I know you love blankets. Mm -hmm. How many hours of work is it going to, how, how many hours of work do I need to trade for this blanket? If that's not worth it to you, you don't need to pay for that blanket mm. or whatever it is. Um, and then my last is, will this help me reach our family's financial goals? Mm. And if the answer is a resounding no, then you know that that's not a purchase that you want to go through with. And then every day before I go to bed, I try to ask myself this question. And I got this from a book. So mm -hmm. this is not me um, being a total genius. But like this hit my heart one day. And it was a day that I felt like we didn't have anything. We didn't have money. We didn't have what we wanted, the house that we wanted. We didn't have. Mm -hmm. And then I read this out of a book and it said, how am I living richly today? Ooh. And I, I burst into tears because I was like, okay, God, like, yeah, <laughs> I have so many things. I'm living richly today 
through my actions, through my stewardship. I don't mm-hmm. have to have a ton to still live richly. So that's a question I ask myself every day, um, especially the hard days. Yeah. So um, those would be my three tips to beginning today or February 1st. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do just want to thank you so much First of all, for your help and your direction as my money mindset coach, this is the very first month. Um, I really started on your budget plan for January. We got it in December, but um, and we kind of you know toyed around with it and and tried it on for size, <laughs> but um, we really started following it in January. And my husband says to me the other day, he says, "Oh my gosh, you have calculated." our account down to the penny. And it's amazing. I was like, I know. Now the month is not over. But hey, I am it's a win. And it feels good. And um, I just I I love everything that you have taught It's I'm taking it to heart. And um, I love how you detail your everyone's experience to them and their needs. So um, Ladies, I will definitely put um, all of Becca's information in the show notes so that you can get in touch with her. Um, It is worth the investment. If you feel lost in your money situation, um, if you feel lost, if you just need help with budgeting or how to budget or creating one, she is the master at it. And like, you really don't have to do much work. Like, she hands it to you and you're like, oh. (laughs) So, um, you know, definitely get up with her. So Becca, what is, will you share with us um, just a scripture that has helped you? And then I'll close this out in prayer. Yes, I would love to. So I have many, but the one that I really, really try to stick to daily, really hard days, especially is Luke sixteen ten, And it's one who is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. Mm. And this could be money, but it can also be your gratefulness for what you already have while you're on this journey. Um, and really if you're great, if you're grateful and you steward what you do have already, God promises that he's going to bless you with more. It may not be in the, in the form of money, Hmm. but it could be in the form of freeing you up so that you're not burdened anymore. So, um, my favorite. (laughs) So good. So good. Well, I want to say a prayer. I feel like the year of 2021 is, um, a year for abundance and a year to receive the things that you have been wanting. Um, and a year to really change your mindset and elevate your thinking in areas that you've been having trouble with. And so I want to say a a quick prayer for our community. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for the women that you place in my life, um, the women that you call me to serve. And I thank you that each and every day you challenge us and you call us higher um, to more responsibility so that you can bless us with more. I thank you that you, in your word, it says that you have, you bring life more abundantly. And 
I ask God that you help us to receive that. Help us to receive it by our actions. Um, Help us to receive it by being thankful first for what you do and what we have. And then opening up our hearts to do more with what we have so that we can receive more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, JC. This was so fun. I know. I'm just thrilled to share you with everyone. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. If you liked today's episode, hit the like and subscribe button. You can find us on Instagram at Married and Having Fun. We'll be sharing cute photos of our husbands and all the things about marriage. Till next time, keep keep having having fun. fun.